last thing we were discussing was at the Mishnah and bottom of Kavdal Damudbet, Hachamim held that any damage that is caused as a tolda of Karen of Goring in the damaged person's property, you have to pay half damages. Rebita Fon says full damages. He wanted to learn that we're going to compare anything that's done through Shen and Regal and Karen, and you have to pay full damages. And Hachamim say, no, it's only half damages. We're not going to compare them 100% because we hold Dayo. And the Gemara went into when do we say Dayo, when do we not say Dayo. And the, the Gemara at the bottom of Cafe Amud Bet explained that Hachamim held we don't compare to Shen and Regal because Shen and Regal it says it will be Arabis The damage has to be in someone else's property. Not a Shutarabim, unlike Karen, which even in a Shutarabim you'd have to pay half damages. And with that, we're going to start Kavava Mudalif three lines in where it says Velotehe. So the Gemara is asking on Hachamim who held that on Shen and Regal in a Shutarabim. You, you can't obligate the owner of the cow to pay half damages. That, then we should say that if an animal ate or trampled over something in, so, in someone else's property, you should only have to pay half damages. And we'll learn it. Why? Umakaren will say by Karen, she b'shut arabim chayevet b'shut anizak and amshanet el hatzin ezek. In reshut arabim, you have to pay full, uh, you have to pay half damages. And in reshut anizak, you only have to pay half damages, like Rabbanan. And we should say shen v'regel. We'll use a kalva homer, meaning she b'shut arabim petura. And odin she b'shut anizak meshalem hatzin ezek. Also, in reshut arabim, you don't have to pay anything. Okay, but at least in the, the damaged person's property, you should only have to pay half damages, not full damages. The Gemara answers back, still, Amar Kira Yeshalem. The Pasuk says you have to pay. What does Yeshalem mean? Tashlumin Me'alia. Top payment, meaning full full damage you have to pay. So again, the Gemara asks, Karen Maybe Karen in Rashut Arabim, you shouldn't have to pay anything out of a Kalva Homer from Shana Regal. And say, Umashin Varegal, Shibishutan Izak Nezek Shalem. You say, Shana Regal, if the animal ate something in someone else's backyard, you have to pay full damages. Bishutar bin Petura. If it ate something in a Shutar bin Petur. So let's say Kalva Homer the opposite and say, Karen, Shibishutan Izak Hatsin is a Karen, which in someone else's property you only have to pay half damages. And Odrin, Shibishutar bin Petura, then in a Shutar bin it should be completely Petur if it, if it gored. Again, the Gemara answers, Amar Yohanan, Amar Kira, but the Pasuk says, Yehetsun. In regards to Goring, it already says a split, half-half. Why you have to say that word, Yehetsun? En nezek haluk, lo We're not splitting up this deen of half-payment, not not you always have to pay half-damages in the case of Goring. Now, in the case of Shor Mu'ad, Shor Gored three times, if it killed a human being, then the owner of the cow has to pay uh, something called kofir, uh, repentance. You have to pay for the death to the family. And whatever the person's worth, you have to pay to the family. So now, why don't we say that a human being kills another human being? Let's say uh, he wasn't warned prior to the killing and he did it on purpose. So, uh, so he's not getting killed, but let's say he should have to at least pay for it from a Kalva Homer and say, Think about it. A shore, if it killed someone, you don't have to pay the four thing, uh, the pain, the, the, the medical bills, him staying at home, not working, the embarrassment. A cow doesn't have to pay that. Only humans do, and still the cow hayav bakofer. You have to pay kofer. You have to pay for the for the death of the other person. 
אדם שחייב בארבעה דברים, אינו דין שחייב בכופר. A human being who is חייב in four things, I mean, if one person hurt another person, you have to pay damage, you have to pay medical bills, you have a person not working, pain, suffering, all that stuff, all the more so you should have to pay כופר. You have to, you're responsible for paying if you killed someone. Amakira, that's why the Pasuk says, Kichol asher yushat alav. The owner of the cow has to pay whatever, whatever payment is placed on him. Meaning on him, alav velo aladam, not placed on a human being who killed. So again, the Gemara says, Ve'yehishor hayav ba'arba'advarim. If that's the case, let's turn the opposite. That if, uh, if, uh, if a bull damaged a person, he should be hayav the four things. מקל וחומר, and we're going to learn קל וחומר, ומה אדם שאינו חייב בכופר, חייב בארבעה דברים. Say, a human being that uh, not חייב כופר, if, if a human being killed another person, he doesn't have to pay for the death. But still, if he hurt someone, he has to pay the four things. שור שחייב בכופר, אינו דין שיהיה חייב בארבעה דברים. Uh, an ox that uh, he's obligated to pay a kofir if he killed someone all the more so he should be hayav for pain suffering uh, medical bills all that stuff if he if he hurt someone amar kira again the pasuk says by a human being who hurt his friend ish ba'amitoth one person damaged his friend then he has to pay these four things velo shor ba'amito and it didn't say anything about an ox hurting a person only men hurting a person's hayav, the four things, not ox hurting a person. So now, here's the question. If animal is walking in another person's property, it accidentally walks over a child, kills the child. Does the, does the animal have to pay kofir or not? Do we say, do we say, look, it's the same idea as Karen? By Karen, by goring, if an animal gores once, twice, three times, it became forewarned. And therefore, if it kills a person, he has to pay whatever the person's worth. Over here, you got to say the same thing. Since an animal walks around, it's normal for him. And therefore, you have to pay kofir. Or we say, Look, it's different because Karen kavanatole azik by goring he has an intent to damage. Hi, in kavanatole azik, this animal walking someone else's property, he didn't have a, a an intent to damage. So again, does it go by what's normal and he's forewarned, or do we go by what's the animal's intent? So Tashema he chnis shorol hatzar malabai. The Brayta says. If someone put his uh, ox in someone else's backyard, and he had no permission, and this ox hurt the owner of the house, and then the balabite dies, according to the bitarfon, you got to kill the cow, and the owner has to pay full price, whether it was normal, whether it was not normal, whether it was a time, why does it make a difference? That's Rabbi Tarfon. And the question is, If a regular short time kills someone, how do we know that you have to pay full kofir? Where does Rabbi Tarfon learn this from? Isn't it because he holds like Rabbi Yosei According to Rabbi Yosei if a short time uh, gores someone in Shuta Rabim, the owner has to pay half damages, half kofir.
And the Rebitaphone is going to learn it from the Kofer of Regel, meaning Regel in the property of the damaged person, he has to pay full Kofer, even though he doesn't have to pay Kofer at all. All the more so, Karen, when goring in Rishut Arabim, where you have to pay half Kofer, all the more so if you gored in the damaged person's backyard, all the more so you'd have to pay full Kofer. Now, bottom line is, you hear the word kofar a lot of times, alma'ika kofar baregel. So, you see that according to Bitafon, there is this concept of kofar, of paying for uh, for killing a person, when it comes to regel. If there is no kofar, then this whole back and forth doesn't start. Amar of Shimim of Shimim says, no, maybe you could say that there's no concept of kofar and regel, and the reason Bitafon's Mechayev Kofer and Regel is Tanami Nizakim de Regel Matila. He's learning from regular damages, not Kofer, regular damages of Regel. And the Kava Homer would be as follows that even though Regel, when, a trample, when an animal tramples over something in Rashuta Rabim, it's Patur, still when he does it in the damaged person's property, he has to pay full damages, all the more so Kofer. That were Mahmir and Rashut Arabim, you have to pay half. All the more so in Rashut Hanizak, uh, you'd have to pay full. So what Rav Shimi is really trying to say is maybe there's no real uh, source or there's no foundation to, to believe that there's Kofir by Regal. Maybe the whole concept of Kofir and Regal was learned out of uh, regular damages of Regal. But the Gemara asks on Rav Shimi because if that's the case, if we're learning it from damages of Regal, Velifroch Malanizakim, the Regal, Sheken Yishnan Ba'esh. If you're comparing it to the damages of Regal, then you could always knock the Kalva Homer totally and say that by the damages of Regal includes fire. Meaning damages of Regal are a little bit more strict because if you if the animal burns something, if he burns a person, he's patur. The person could run away, but bottom line is there is a humrah, uh, there's a stringency when it comes to regular damages of regal. The Gemara says, yeah, but you could also say mitamun. You could also say that if things were hidden in the, let's say, underground, under a haystack, and there was a fire that was caused by the neighbor's animal, then he he's patur. You only have on things that are uncovered, not things that are covered. So you see that Nizakin of Regel are not 100% more strict, and the Kalvachomer is back on. The Gemara says, But there is a stringency when it comes to something uncovered, that you'd be Hayab if it fell into a hole that was created by the person causing the damage, so you see it is more strict. Gemara says, yeah, but you you could always say that Mikelim, if a keli, if a utensil falls into a bore and gets damaged that way, any obstacle, if, if a keli breaks, patur, you only have an bore, an obstacle, if it's a human or an animal. So the Kalva Homer is back on, but then we cannot. But utensils, there's a stringency that you'd have to pay if they got burnt due to a fire. And on the other hand, if a person burnt his friend, he is not obligated to pay because the person could have ran away. So the says, yeah. But we could keep the Kalva Homer on and learn it in Mikelim Temunim, hidden utensils that would be patur if there was a fire. But the says there's a stringency when it comes to hidden utensils. Malikelim Temunim Ba'adam. That if a person damaged his friend's hidden utensils, he has to pay. Not fire, but regular damages, he would have to pay. So the Kalva Homer is back on. 
and we pushed away Rav Shimim and Hadea, who says we're not going to learn it. Kalvachomer from Kofer, and that means Kofer is a given. And he was trying to say that we're going to learn it from damages of Regal. We knocked out the entire Shita. Ela Lavishmamina, rather, you have to understand from Rabbi Tafon, Mikofer de Regal Matela, that he learned this Kalvachomer from the Kofer of Regal. That means Alma Ika Kofer de Regal. There is Kofer and Regal. It's a given. Shmamina. And the Gemara brings a proof. It makes sense to say that there's kofir when it comes to regel. In the if a person if a person's animal damages someone else's property, the isal kalatachleka kofir beregel. Because if you want to say that there's no concept of kofir by regel, betanam is a kind regel matelani. He's learning it from regular damages of regel. The way Rav Shimi want to say, then lifroch. Then you could knock the whole kava home and say malin is a kind regel sheken yishnan beregel. You could always say. That Nizikin is a little bit more strict, that you have to pay for the damages. And Kofir, you don't have to pay. And the, and the fact that we didn't ask that question, that Kofir and Regal is a given, and Rabbi Tarfon learned everything from there. Obviously, that there is this concept of Kofir. Okay, next Mishnah. Adam Mu'ad le'olam ben shogeg ben mezid. The person is always forewarned not to damage another person's property or another person's body. And whether he did it by mistake or on purpose, ben air ben yashin, whether he was up, whether he was sleeping. For example, simet ayin haverov, someone blinded his friend's eye, v'shiber takilim, or he broke utensils, m'shalim nizek shalim, he has to pay full damages. And the Gemara starts, katane simet ayin haverov, it says in the Mishnah, if a person blinded his friend's eye, and it sounds like Dumiyad Shiber Takelim. It sounds like a person who broke his friend's utensils. Mahatam Nezek in Varim Maybe for comparing one to the other, maybe the same way by Kelim, you only have to pay for the damage, but you don't have to pay the four other things uh, pain, suffering, not working, medical bills. Maybe Afsimet, Ain Havero Nezek in Varim If we're comparing one to the other, maybe the same thing. If a person blinded his friend's eye, maybe he only has to pay for the damage, but not for the other four things. So the Gemara takes a step back and asks a question. How do we know that if a person who damages his friend by mistake has to pay for the damage? So Amar because the Pasuk says, A person has to pay a wound for a wound. Now that Pasuk is extra because we already have a Pasuk that says that if a person wounds his friend, whatever he did to his friend shall be done to him. So why do you say pizza to hot pizza also? Why, why going through all that? Obviously, we're talking about money. Meaning, we're not coming to do an eye for an eye literally. Rather, you have to pay money. We're coming to obligate a person for, for damage he did by mistake, as if he did it on purpose. Things that he did out of his control, as if he did it with intent. But now the Gemara asks, what makes you say that pizza to hot pizza is extra? You need the, those words to teach me that you have to pay for the pain the same way you pay for the damage. Meaning the Hidush is two separate things and it's not uh, one thing. Meaning you're not, it's not uh, just damages. No, there's different sections you have to pay. That's the Hidush of Petzah Tahat Patzah. Why you have the extra word Tahat? Come and teach me two things. Number one, that pain is a separate bill from damages. You got to pay uh, uh, suffering also. And number two, that uh, you have to pay for shogeg mistake the same way you'd pay with a mezid. And Amar Abba, 
הייתה אבן מונחת לא בחיקו ולא הכיר בה. If a person had a stone on his chest and he wasn't paying attention to it, he, you know, he didn't know about it. ועמד ונפלה, and all of a sudden he gets up and the stone jumps off of him, and I guess it hurts someone. לעניין נזקין, when it comes to damages, חייב, he has to pay for it for damages. לעניין ארבעה דברים פטור, but when it comes to the other four things, he doesn't have to pay. לעניין שבת, when it comes to שבת, if he walked with the four אמות and רשות הרבים, he doesn't have to give a קורבן חטאת, because מלאכת מחשבת עשרה תורה. The Torah said, you have to have intent when doing an עבירה on שבת. However, לעניין גלות פטור. But if he killed someone by mistake, the rock uh, fell off him and hurt someone, then he has to uh, he has to go into exile. He has to go to the Ayr Miklat. Le'anyan Ayyad, if the stone fell off and blinded the slave or knocked out a tooth from a slave, it's Plukhtadir Rabban Shimon Gamliel Verabana. It's Mahlokan between them. Detanya. Let's say the master was an eye doctor and the slave told the master can you uh, put some uh, medicine in my eye and by mistake he blinded him or the, or the master was a dentist and he told him can you take out my tooth or can you uh, uh, fix my tooth and the, the tooth fell out by mistake according to Rabbanan Tanakama the Ayyad played the master and he gets to go out free. Rabban Shimon Gamliel Omer Vishihata. The Pasuk says he has to damage it. Achit Kaven Shahta. He has to purposely as as he has to have intent to damage this uh, the slave. And otherwise he does not go out free. And here's another deen. Hikir ba ushaha. Let's say a person knew he had a stone on his chest, but then he forgot about it. And then he stood up, and then it fell, damaged. When it comes to damages, the person is hayav, because it's shogeg. So he has to pay for the damage, he doesn't have to pay for the other four things. To go into exile, he's hayav. To go to exile, if he killed someone by mistake. The pasuk says by mistake. What's a mistake? It means you knew about it, you forgot. Over here, you know about it. Shabbat, however, patur. Why? Because again, you have to have intent when doing the melachan Shabbat. When it comes to Ayved, he remember we're talking about a case where he knew about the stone and he forgot about it. It's a machloket. And now, case number three. If a person was thinking to throw something, let's say a stone, two amot, end up going four amot, for damages, you're the one who threw it, you have to pay for the damages. When it comes to the four other things, he doesn't have to pay because he didn't have intent to damage. He's patur because you have to have intent to do a sin. Over here, you only plan to do half a sin, two amot, and Shabbat, you have only if you threw four amot. However, if by mistake it killed someone, he doesn't have to go to Ayin Miklat because the Pasuk said you weren't trapping, you weren't doing something that could kill someone. It's coming to exclude a case where a person was throwing a stone, he was doing an action that might hurt someone, he was planning to throw two amot and ended up going four amot. And uh, he, he, since it was like there's a sort of a, like a purpose to, or there's an intent to damage, even though it, it went further than he expected, he's patur. 
يعني انا عابد يعني يبقى مستيك دامجد ان عابد بلوكتاد دي ربان شمعون بمن قم ديال دي ربانان اكورنج تو ربانان he played him and he goes out free اكورنج تو ربان شمعون بمن قم ديال there has to be an intent here's D number 4 نتكابين لزروك اربعة بزراك شمعوني if a person was thinking of throwing 4 عموت ended up going 8 عموت لعنيان الزاكين when it comes to damages حياف Because you you want to damage, you damage. Lanyan al baad evarim patur, but four other things. There was no intent to to damage someone specifically. Therefore, he's patur from the other four things. Lanyan Shabbat. When it comes to Shabbat, be omer kol makom shetetzetanuah in. If a person said wherever this lands, it lands. Okay, then you sinned. You you four amot, eight amot, twelve amot doesn't make a difference. Once it passed four amot, you did avera. Ilo lo. But if you didn't think of it going that far. Meaning, you didn't want it to land in that place. You wanted to land in this place. Therefore, patur, because again, it has to be by your machshava. And over here, the intent wasn't what ended up happening. Happening. So therefore, on Shabbat, where it's all about intent, he's patur. Le'anyan galut to go into galut. Uh, the pasuk says, Asher lot sada. A person goes into galut if he wasn't thinking of damaging, if he wasn't thinking of trapping, hurting. It's coming to exclude the case. If a person was planning to throw four, ends up throwing eight, or over there, there was an intent to damage. And therefore, you don't go to Aimbiklat. Uh, Aimbiklat, you only go if you, it was a mistake. When it comes to an Ayavid, if it hurt an Ayavid, it's a mahlukah between Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel and Rabbanan. Someone threw a, let's say a cup from his roof and it's going down to the floor and while it's in the air, a person took a baseball bat and he saw a cup going downwards and he hit it and he broke the cup. Patur. The person with the baseball bat is, Patur doesn't have to pay. What's the reason? Because he broke a broken cup. Because we're going to say that it was breaking anyways, and therefore when the person took the baseball bat, uh, he did he didn't do anything extra. Now this is Rabbah with the hay. Earlier in the Perik, and if you zayin, we saw Rabbah with an Aleph who had a question he wasn't hundred percent sure about that he had a suffix. Do we go by what it is now, or or meaning when it was thrown off the roof, or do we go by what it's going to happen to it, and we'll consider it broken? He wasn't sure. Here's another halakha that about the said, If someone was throwing things off the roof, uh, he was throwing uh, glass cups, and but he knew on the bottom there was covers, there was pillows, so he knew it wasn't going to break. And Ba'ahir Vesilkan, person came and took the pillows away. Or if the, even the person himself who threw the cup, if he was able to get down to the, to the floor and move the pillows and and whatever's there before the cup gets down and then it broke, he's patur. He never has to pay. Meaning, what's the reason that the person throwing is always patur? Because because at the time when he threw it, at that point, when he threw the cup, whatever arrow he had, meaning whatever direct cause of damage that he had, has been, has stopped. So right now, he, he cannot cause a direct damage anymore. And when removing the pillow, whoever removed the pillow didn't do an action that directly causes damage, so you can't obligate him to pay. Now, this is the way uh, Tosfot brings Zri, and he explains that this is an indirect damage, and that's why he's patur. This is called a grama. Grama is an indirect damage. However, 
the reef explains that this is a garmi. Garmi is a more direct and direct damage. Where the thing is falling down, the person moves the pillow, you're, you're, you actually cause the damage over here. And the reef explains that Rabbah held that garmi, where it's more direct, is patur. And we hold the halakha that garmi is hayav. And there's few uh, differences of what is garmi, what's karama. One of them is, is it going to for sure be damaged or not? One is if the person himself uh, did it uh, or whatever, he did the action that uh, caused the damage or not. Do we know for sure it's going to happen or not? Very interesting, so we have to look into. If you get a chance, look into, into it. The Tosfot, Pabatra, Daf Kafbet, and then the, the post came over there. Very good to look into. Ve'amarabah. And Rabbi also said, Zalak tinok agag, if someone threw a baby from a roof, and someone else caught the baby, but with a, with a sword. So the sword, the baby fell into the sword. That's plukta derbi huda ben betera verabanan. That's a mahlokit derbi huda ben betera and rabanan. If someone made someone die faster, who's the one who is obligated to pay? Or who's the one who's liable? The Tanya, Hiku Asara Bene Adam Basara Maklot. We have a bright ups. Ten people are hitting someone with with baseball bats and they're trying to kill him and you end up dying. Bin Bibata Hat, Bin Bazeaharze, whether they all hit him at the same time or one after uh, one after the other, Rabanan hold Kulan Peturim, everyone is Patur. The idea is because the Pasuk says Vi Ish Kiake Kol Nefesh Adamotumat, someone has to kill him completely. When it's uh, 10 people hitting him one after the other, the last person is liable because he, he made his death closer, meaning he's the one who actually killed them at the end. And therefore, call nefesh, he understands that even a little bit of the nefesh, you're hayab. So again, we'll say over here that according to Rabbi Yudav and Betera, the, because the person with the sword would, would be hayab, and according to Rabbanan, he'd be patur, because the, the person who threw him off is also hayab. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.